Melody, and welcome to the podcast To Live, a show by kids and for kids about Harry Potter. This is my dad. Hi, I'm Melody's dad. And today's guest is Ashlyn Morris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> We've got a studio audience today. They can only make one sound, which is that applause. That's it. <laughs> Um, and they just applauded for Ashlyn. Now, Melody, how do you know Ashlyn? She's my cousin. She's oh, your cousin. Yeah. Um, how old are you, Ashlyn? Um, I'm I'm ten. Like me. Mm-hmm. And uh, where are you from, Ashlyn? I'm from Zionsville, Indiana. Uh, Zionsville, Indiana. Where is Zionsville, Indiana? It's like suburban. Well, it's close to Indianapolis, but like in in suburban areas. Uh huh. Uh huh. Suburban Indianapolis. Ooh, yeah. The mean streets of Zionsville. Um, and uh, what? It's <laughs> never mind. Um, so we're gonna talk today about um Harry Potter and the Order of Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix, which is the fifth book in the yeah. series. Ashlyn has just finished the book. Yeah. Right? I. Yeah. Like yes, day before yesterday? Yeah, day before yesterday. Day before yesterday. So can you tell us a little bit about your background with Harry Potter? Oh, this is... Whew. Well, my brother, he used to like was... I don't, he just found Harry Potter and he was like obsessed with it. So he found Harry Potter. And then um, after a couple of years, I was like, I want to try Harry Potter because... And then I, I read the first book and then I absolutely loved it and i just kept reading i haven't finished the whole book series yet but it's fine <laughs> but you finished book five yes and that's the book we're talking about yeah exactly yeah. so yeah, it's that's, not that's, that's not too point. bad now are you reading it or listening to it or both i'm usually listening to it like if i have to clean my room or something because that's when i'll actually pay attention to it mm-hmm. but i can i sometimes like if i actually want to read it I will read it. So, mm-hmm. and so when you listen to it, is it like one person doing all the voices? Yeah, it, it. There's one specific guy that does all of it, and it's like so interesting because he can make so many different voices, and it's I, so weird. I really want to listen to it. It sounds really interesting. I also feel that like if you read the book, you could more like understand sometimes what's happening because sometimes you can zone out mm-hmm. during the like when you're listening to it. But I'm not saying audiobooks are bad. Audiobooks are not. Like, and I'm also saying not neither neither real books or audio books are bad, but like, yeah. Okay, it's okay. a different experience. We'll see if that that different experience plays out as we talk about book five, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. So, uh, the first step here is <laughs> our one minute summary, and I think it is my turn to give the one minute summary. Hold on, let's start. Let's get the timer going here. We're gonna set it to one minute, and it's. You know, this is this book is what like 900, 800 some pages. Nine hundred pages in one minute. Okay, it's, yeah, how are like you gonna do this? Eight hundred and seventy pages in one minute. Oh. Are you ready? Are we set? Okay, Harry and Dudley get attacked by Dementors, and Harry gets kind of charged with illegally using magic to fend them off, but it turns out he gets acquitted of that, and he gets to go to Hogwarts. But first, Harry gets uh, kind of taken from the Dursleys and sent to this house that is this secret order called the Order of the Phoenix that is basically trying to defend against Voldemort, but everybody else um, has—they don't think that Voldemort is back, but we secretly know that he is. Um, And so he goes to Hogwarts, and there's like an evil— um, teacher who's Mrs. Umbridge, and she takes over um, Hogwarts and kind of kicks out Dumbledore and insists that Voldemort isn't back. And um, 
Uh, Voldemort, meanwhile, is trying to get inside Harry's mind, and so he tries to protect against Harry uh, his visions and gets trained by Snape, but he ultimately doesn't want to do that. And so um, he goes, uh, ultimately, um, he, Dumbledore gives him a vision. Oh, also, Ron's dad gets attacked by a snake. And Dumbledore gives him a vision Time. that Sirius is Time. dying. Hold on, I'll, I'll be finishing. Um, Dumbledore gives him a vision that Sirius is being attacked, but Sirius isn't. It was a trap, and there's a big fight. And uh, but Sir, uh, Harry gets rescued, and Sirius Black dies. Oh, wow. wow! I mean, you went over the time, but it's fine. It was like a year. It was. Uh, I. I got that was pretty intense. Um, I, you just ended with like. Yeah. And serious, about and serious about <laughs> But for 860 pages, things I did not mention were, were um, Haggard and Grop. Um, yeah. I did not mention Cho, Cho Chang. Yeah. Um, Chang. Anything like that? Cho Chang thing was interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, so, uh, but I I would say, if I do say so myself, for an 800 and like that was that was good. That was a good summary. The time it refreshed my brain. Oh, good, good. The times I've done it before, I just like. I I panic attack. Panic attack. Yeah, I mean, not, you do. You do, you kind of like, froze up yeah. a little bit, but that's okay. Um, okay, now we're ready for what are we doing first, Melody? Awards. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, it's awards. Um. So first, we gotta do best scene. Best scene. Okay, let's oh, let our guests. Oh, when when Melody okay. Melody um, start? Yeah. So for my best scene, I would probably say owls because I just love when they like take tests and that sort of thing because like it's so fun <laughs> except for like when tests is fun <laughs> listen, listen, this listen, is saying I love, a lot about you listen, listen, I love when they take I don't like when they take tests like in class and it's all like boring and stuff and especially Professor Bin's class but like when they take like owls and that sort of thing it's just like so cool Melody you're very interesting so so what we're saying is out of all the things that happen in this book you get most excited about taking standardized tests. Yes. Like that, that's like this sweet. is this is saying a lot about you, I think. <laughs> yeah, for um, me I would never say that. No. You would not say that? <laughs> no. Um, no. Okay. So so what is so cool about the owls? They just like are cool and like it's like so cool. Okay, you you're going to yeah, have yeah. to give us let more me, than let that. Let me go into be the specific book and like maybe like look and be like no, we don't need to read the passage. I know, no, I know, no, I know, no, I know, no, no, just okay. It's true. Um, I just love the poet with poets where they're just like, this is the way to do it, and like, you need to know this, and like. <laughs> See, I think I think he's just a rule follower. I was not, yeah, I was not expecting <laughs> the the passages where they give them instructions <laughs> on how to take tests. Is it because they're like determining what jobs they're gonna do? Oh yeah, that. Okay, that's I mean that makes sense, but like the entire just simple owls that no, just don't oh my <laughs> Okay. Well the, to each their own. I'm glad that you enjoy the owls. Um that's an interesting best scene. How about you, Ashlyn? Um mine's very specific. Um I don't know why I like it so much, I just do. Um in chapter thirty seven with Harry when Harry and Dumbledore were talking about Sirius's death, you know, when they were in Dumbledore's like office. And um Harry was just screaming and um, let me out. And then Dumbledore was just calmly saying no every single time. And I and then like he was and Harry was like, I'm gonna break all your possessions. And then he was like, Well, I have too many anyways. And I was just oh. So at the end, why did you like that so much? Just the the way that like Harry's just raging and then Dumbledore's just like, 
no, I'm good. It's fine. It doesn't matter. He's he's able to absorb Harry's anger and just be like, it's okay. Yeah, like okay, um, be angry. Dumbledore is like the most calm person. Mm-hmm. Like I ever. Yeah, and I'm gonna say that I he's probably Dumbledore's gonna die. Okay. There's can, can I? I think can he's I gonna die. There's just can I, can I read something? What? Oh, <clears throat> okay. It's the if you don't if you keep me in here if you don't let me. By all means, continue destroying my possessions," said Dumbledore serenely. "I dare say I have too many." So, so Dumbledore, we might say, was a non-anxious presence in Harry's life. He, he was, let he Harry so be angry and crazy, and he just said, <laughs> "Okay, that's fine." You know, you what, a, what, a what a great guy! What a great. You just destroy yeah. my possessions. I don't. I don't think that anyone in this world could be like Dumbledore. Like Dumbledore literally be. living oh, right I now. Think, I think they could be. But Dumbledore's like, uh, not perfect. Yeah. Well. He kind of admits he makes some mistakes in this book. I know, but like if you just look at it, like he's so a calm dude, not his imperfections. No. Mm-hmm. So, so amazing. So amazing. Uh, my my favorite best scene. I mean, I feel like maybe I went to the obvious one, which is I thought the very beginning of the fight in the ministry of magic when he when he actually gets whoa, into the whoa, room whoa. i mean sorry sorry <laughs> just saying like what you like the fight as the best scene? yeah like, it's what? the part the part when he gets into the um the room with all the like jars true because he thinks like, he's going to see yes, Sirius getting tortured and then, and you're like, what is going to be there? And then you find out it's a trap. And then there's those, and then there's uh, where he is trying to communicate to the other kids, so like smash all the jars and do it secretly um, while he's figuring out why, what they are trying to do for him because they want the prophecy. That is really cool because it's like the reveal of the mystery of the yeah. whole book. What was the vision? What is there? And then it's a bite. Okay, it's sort of it's it's gonna be short. Hold on, I okay. So, um, well, it's it's also related to the book. Um, anyway, so the part when, um, well, when I was a kid, I loved extreme fighting in movies. When people were just like defeating the bad guys and making all these like tricks and stuff, I just loved that for some reason. I don't know why, but I loved it so much. And when when like <clears throat> Harry was like secretly signaling them to like his friends to like move your foot or whatever to make mm-hmm. to like knock down this stuff, that for some reason reminded me of extreme fighting, and it reminded me of my youth. When I when I youth extreme fighting and yes, so um just wanted to share that with y'all. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I don't like all the extreme fighting. I think that scene takes a long time, and especially in the movie, it lasts forever. But it I like when they're first trying to figure out because he's been getting these visions of this this like Like, scene this place this room at the back of the Ministry of Magic. And you're like, what is it? And then he finally gets there, and you're like, what is this actually going to be? And then you turn out, oh, it's a trap. Get out of there, Harry. Get out. You know, it's pretty It's pretty exciting. So that that's was, my that's my choice for best scene. So we all had interesting choices, especially the <laughs> test taking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, Melody. Okay. What's our next award? Um, Luna Lovegood. No, no, no. No, funny. Award. Sorry, funny. Best, best award was best new character. Best new character. Which is... 
Luna Lovegood for me. Okay, why? Uh, because I love Luna Lovegood, and I just love, and uh, I just love how she is like so like she's not she doesn't have to like. I am going to stick with the crowd. I am going to be like everybody else. She's just kind of like, I have my own way of doing things, and I'm just going to do it this way. So, yeah, you know? She's she's fiercely independent. Yeah. She's very like, confident in who she and is. she's also kind of like me because, like, I'm kind of, like, weird and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's me. weird and stuff. So, like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. She's a good role model for kids to her. show you don't have to be like everybody else. You can just be confident in who you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're just, I can see them too. You're just the same as I am. Mm. That's like my favorite quote ever. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just the same as I am. We're all sane, I think. Ah. I hope. Just, yeah. I hope you're just the same. I think I am. I think I'm sane. Yeah. Don't so, worry. okay. So, how about you, Ashlyn? This is very interesting, but um, Brock. Hagrid's little brother. <laughs> That's your favorite new character. One unquote little brother. Grop, yes. Why do you like Grop so much? What's your why is he your favorite? I new know character? I know he might be ugly because yeah, I don't know, but like he just I picture in my head just a cute little giant just like hi. Hi Hagrid. Hi. Oh man. Uh, yeah, see I wouldn't have thought Grop. He doesn't display a lot of personality. But like you know. cuteness. But like he's just I I I don't know. I, it was love at first sight, I guess. It was love at it first sight. It was love at first sight. I just, I, I just, I heart grop. You heart grop. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. You and groppy. Yeah. Um, we could just live our life together. <laughs> You're going to run away with grop? Holding hands into the sunset. I might have Him to dragging me on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to talk to your mom about, uh, I think, your I daughter wants to run away with a giant, half giant half man no he's no he's, he's full giant, giant. that's why i'm quoting quote unquote little brother because hagrid's half giant hagrid's half, hagrid's half giant and then he's giant oh okay he might destroy this house my house though but you know it's, okay. it's just, love. that's why you're running it's, away it's true love yep. okay <laughs> we okay. could build a house together live okay. our life become a family like <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Um, so we're revealing a lot about Melody in the test choice and a lot about Ashlyn in the desire to run away with Grop and build a family together. It's, 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 I never thought, I've literally never thought that Grop could be a romantic interest. Um, Look, it's, it's, it's just love. It's true love. You don't get it. Okay. I, I don't. You're right. Um, my best new character, I thought Tonks. I really like Tonks. Tonks is so nice. So um, I would say the thing I like about Tonks is that she seems like a lot of the magical people like Dumbledore. You kind of were saying Dumbledore doesn't even seem like he's a real person that could exist in the world. Could anybody be as no. good and serene and calm as Dumbledore? No. But like Tonks, what do we know about Tonks? She's very clumsy. And she's very awkward. She's and she's just like friendly. She's just like a nice person. She's just friendly and kind. And she's just kind of like bumbling into stuff while she's trying to do her spells. And it's like I feel like I could be friends with Tonks in real life. Is is it love at first? No, it's not. Love. I know you have a wife, but like no, it's is not it, love. Is it love? No, no it's not no, love. It's, not it's love. just friendship. It's I, love. Okay. No. <laughs> 
Don't put that on me. It's just Why friendship are you with so Tonks. I'm obsessed with love I now. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just about feelings, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so I think we've got some good choices: love, good Tonks, and um, uh, and Rob. <laughs> uh, honorable mention to Umbridge. I'm surprised nobody mentioned Umbridge. She, I hate Umbridge. Uh, yeah, but she's such a great villain. Okay, well, she's a good villain. Nobody likes her villain. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes you can have good villains. Look, she, well, she's hate. a good villain. But a bad one, as I said. Well, like she, she took, good. she took away Quidditch. Mm-hmm. Like she, no, yeah. she's just, no. She's you good at that. being a villain, but I feel like I just you are a villain if you if you like Umbridge because just no, like. Umbridge but what if she's a good villain? What if you like? Just, what if you like to hate? She's a good her? villain. What if you like to hate her? I don't like to hate. Well, I hate her, but I don't like to hate. I she like, doesn't like a hater. She likes slop. What? Here's a question: hater. Would the books? Would this book be better with no umbrage? No. No. Then she's a good Look, character. If she, if she, but I just don't. I just don't like. I just don't. Like yeah, her. well, of course. Let's move on. Like okay, okay. Yeah, let's okay. just move on. We're, okay. We're, yeah. Okay. We, because uh, or else we'll keep all. Okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to, I wanted to give Umbridge a shout out. Okay, fine, so. fine, fine. Saddest moment. I think, I I have a feeling everybody agrees on this. Yes. When mm-hmm. Sirius dies. When Sirius dies. When Sirius dies. Period. Yes. yes. So, so sad. It was heartbreaking. I love Sirius so much. You could even say that it was love as first sight. Oh, yes. Wow. This is a very Melody romantic gets, episode. I get it. Very romantic episode. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty easy. Now it's we all sad. have our love at first sight. It's... You have Grop. I have um, I have Sirius, Sirius and you have Tonk. I don't have Tonk. You have Tonk. You have no, Mom. I have Mom. <laughs> have that's Tonk. that's my love. And Tonk just wife? seems like that's Mom. That's <laughs> that's who you know as Mom. I know. I was going to say, <clears> like, <throat> are you saying you're Mom? No, no, that would be weird. Um, Tonks is just, she just seems like she'd be a friend. Um, and I, I, I think it's very poetic the way they show he's like goes through the veil, you know, like it's very mysterious, you know, but it just makes it sad. It's, it's not like very violent. It's just sad. Yeah, like he's like, gone forever to this so, place where Harry can't go, you know, very oh, sad. Yeah. And you're going to make me cry, you know? And then especially at the end, <laughs> he just realizes it's like black was the one true, like kind of parent figure that he got to have. Since his parents died, and the Dursleys sure aren't, and so we had this one like dad, and then he realizes, oh no, I'm alone in the world again. Dead. But right who becomes? Who do you think is gonna become his family now? Dumbledore. Dumbledore and He's gonna die. his friends, oh, his friends, and the Weasleys, and the Weasleys. They are like his family. Yeah, oh, it's very sad. Okay, okay, that's sad. That's sad. Um, so let's move on to the funniest moment. Okay. Um. I would probably say, personally, when Dobby hangs up all the Harry Potter Christmas decorations and Harry's like, Dobby, no, 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 you know, that's probably, yeah. What? I can't remember that. Let me find that. Okay. Um, While you're finding it, maybe I'll talk about mine. Yeah, you can do that. I I, I can go last. That's fine. Okay. Mine was, I'll be honest, it was hard to find a funny moment in this book. This is not a a funny book. It's really not. But I did like, I liked the scene where we were first introduced to Grop, not because of love, but because I thought it was very funny. Because you wondered this whole time, like, what's happening to Hagrid? He's got all these huge wounds, and he's got carrying around, like, 
big, you know, like a cow and whatever. And it's like, what is going on? And you think like something terrible is happening. And then you get out into the woods, the forbidden forest, and it just turns out it's very silly. And and him just like yelling, like, bad boy, groppy, groppy, no. And it was, it just reminded me of me trying to parent toddlers and just being like, oh, oh no. And groppy's going, you know, and, and you're just like, oh, like no, that. stop, no, stop. I always like that silly. as a toddler. Um, in a way, yes. Um, oh, and I'm going, oh no, bad girl, but I wouldn't say bad girl, but it was just funny to see Hagrid just out of control. And he's just, he clearly has such affection for his little brother, but he's, it's just such a silly scene. It, okay. It, uh, um, what I have found out, I'm pretty sure this is in the next book. <laughs> oh no. It's just, don't spoil it. Don't no, spoil it's it. Not even, it's just all that happens is, is, um, Dobby hangs up Harry Potter like Christmas ornaments and okay. Harry's like, "Oh, Dobby, don't do that." So yeah. Um. Okay, so it's not you have no actual funny moment from this book. <laughs> no, wow. I mean I like the grop part. Yeah. Grop. Okay. 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 Uh -huh. um, what was <laughs> number? My my second one would be grop though. Um, <laughs> y'all are going to not like me for this one, but okay. it's what I like. Um, personally. When, like, Voldemort comes out, like, Bellatrix um, tries to, like, hurt Harry and take the prophecy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I got a little bit confused. Um, and, then, and, then, and then Voldemort comes out with his little robe, and he's like, are you sure I didn't hear? And is like, That's with his it. wand, just a little bit of a... Uh -huh. like, well, we can't really see. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Okay. You, guys you made a very funny face, <laughs> making your wand. Like, wow, it was very frightening. And Yeah, but I just, I just, I, I'm sorry. I just like that moment. So it's not, I don't think <laughs> that scene is funny. intended to be funny. Well, it for me, it is personally. Personally. How do you know what he looked like, like made that silly face? Well, basically, I, I, I was like, oh, Voldemort is out. And then it, I was listening to it, and I kind of was just like, yeah, you, you was, just was... imagined him having the. It's like a deranged chipmunk, is how I yeah, would describe like it. Yeah, what I would imagine it is was with his head down and the cloth of covering his eyes. And then all of a sudden, it... and then he, and then he just comes up with his. And then face comes with... out with deranged chipmunk yeah. face with his arms at his side, going like it's almost like a little like baby bird yeah. and a deranged chipmunk face. Yeah. That would be pretty funny if exactly. that's how I imagined Voldemort. That's what. That's yeah. how I imagine it. Okay. okay. That's so funny. Yeah, okay, exactly. now that scene got turned really funny. <laughs> you just gotta imagine it. You gotta you just, lighten up those parts. Like, seriously, stuff. Just lighten it up. Well, you can't like, actually lighten that up. But. Like, 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 deranged chipmunk combined with baby bird. Mm. Yeah, that's Okay, okay. Very interesting. If <laughs> I imagined... If I those wings. If I imagined Voldemort that way, I would find him very funny <laughs> also. So... All right, so we found a couple funny moments. One was from the wrong book, but um, uh, but Voldemort's deranged chipmunk baby bird. Uh, uh, that imagination is yeah, by far the funniest thing. Okay. okay, what's the guest award? What's our guest okay. award? See, I'm pulling it up real quick. I don't want to okay, be like okay. not having the exact quote. Okay, we're pulling it up. Give me a second. This is for the guest award or no, for no, your this is for the um oh the my guest award. My oh guest the guest award. award guest award. Oh oh okay. <clears throat> Um, the best quote oh, in this boy. book is okay. a screaming quote. I okay. will not try okay. to be so loud, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know it's a okay. screaming quote. I have had enough. I've seen it. I've seen enough. I want out. I want out to, I want it to end. I don't care anymore. Oh, what makes that the best quote? 
Wait, just Harry said... letting out all his anger like he used to be, like not like he just used to keep it inside, and then never let it out. And then he was finally just screaming at Dumbledore. Like ever, if 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 anyone like not even Draco Malfoy, he was calm with Draco Malfoy, and then he just screams at Dumbledore. And it was just it was just it was interesting. It was interesting um... for me. Okay, just he barely screams. Well, unless Sirius dies again. Um, but he barely screams, and it's just like, oh, you're screaming again, and you're screaming at Dumbledore. Like what? Like, Nobody screams at Dumbledore. No, and he and the one thing that makes it better is Dumbledore is completely okay with it. Yeah, he was like, we okay. talked about this earlier. I know we did, mm-hmm. but like it, it's, it's just okay. I know I have a lot of really weird things that I like about this book and other yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I can I share okay. what you have a favorite quote? Okay, so this is where I think it's in Miss, not Miss Professor McGonagall's. Oh yeah, like, I know what classroom. she's and. I think um, Umbridge is like inspecting it or something, and she keeps doing her little. <coughs> oh yeah, and him, and him, and cough, and um, and <coughs> yeah, like that, and um, and <coughs> this... okay, okay, that. <laughs> hey, I'm being Umbridge, okay. Okay, um, and like she's McGonagall is just teaching and teaching, and then she keeps does it, doing it, and then. McGonagall is, McGonagall is just like, Dolores, do you need a cough drop? And she's just like, no, I'm fine. And then she <laughs> I, just keeps coughing. Some <laughs> clarification. Um, it was actually when uh, Harry had to go to talk about what job he wanted with McGonagall. Right. And so she, he was in her office talking about being an auror. And then uh, Umbridge was just there. I also like, I think one of my favorite quotes was another, it was one of Harry's comebacks to Umbridge when she's just like, oh, you guys had such terrible defensive dark arts teachers. At least Quirrell taught things that were age appropriate. And then Harry says something like, yeah, Quirrell was a great defense against the dark arts teacher, except for the little fact that he had Voldemort on the back of his head. And uh, I thought that was a pretty good, funny, was a pretty good quote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also liked. I also liked. I don't have the exact quotes because I was looking up the quotes, and it's like, well, the quotes aren't so great. But I like when Dumbledore just like tears down Fudge in um, in Harry's hearing, and he says like, the Ministry does not have power to expel Hogwarts students. Quote. Cornelius, as I reminded you on the night of the 2nd of August, nor does it have the right to confiscate wands until charges have been successfully proven. Again, as I reminded you on the night of the 2nd of August, in your admirable haste to ensure that the law is upheld, you appear inadvertently, I am sure, to overlook to have overlooked a few laws yourself. And I just like the way he's like, he's very articulate and very smooth, but he's just like, dominating fudge and making sure that harry he can dominate not... anyone just with like a single sentence yeah. and it's it, 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 it kind of you know what i sometimes imagine this like dumbledore saying something turning away and then like walking away where there's an explosion behind him yeah yeah, yeah. or like a wand drop and yeah just, just like, and then the oh, wand drop and then explosion yeah. he just has he has such power but he uses it for good yeah. way to go Yes. Never for evil, yep. always for good. We've got good. We've got some good quotes yeah, here. That was I, a good guest award. All right. Okay, thank you. What's um, next, Melody? Head scratching question. Oh, I've so, got head scratching question. Oh, I haven't. My head. question is, what was actually behind the veil? What was that noise that Haley heard? Oh, that's a good Ooh. question. What's your What's your thought, Ashlyn? <sighs> this. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. 
I, now looking back on mine, mine's not as good. Mine's just what I came up on the spot. But. Okay. Um, but you don't have any answers for it. I would say I can't say the veil. Like the veil. This is like J.K. Rowling's sort of vision. It's kind of poetically her vision of the afterlife. Whatever she's not really saying. She doesn't really say what happens after you die. Yeah. In in the wizarding world, if you go into heaven or if there's you know, like you cease existing or you go to hell or whatever else. She's just, or, you know, or you just kind of go to sleep or something like that. She, You just go beyond the veil. So I think it's kind of her way of just being like, I'm not going to answer that question of what happens after you die. Like, talk to your talk to your parents, kids. Oh, wow. That was so oh, thank great. You. That was so Oh, the great. studio audience showed back up. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was her way of basically saying, um, talk to your parents about what happens after you after you die. I'm not going to answer that question for you. It's just out there somewhere. It's crazy. That's a good question, though. That's a good question. What, what's your head scratching question? It's not very head scratching compared to hers. Um, okay. I because there can be so many theories about it. But um, why do you think Lily has the blood of shield? Blood of shield. The blood. What's the blood of shield? Like you, you Dumbledore says. That the reason why he didn't put them like to protect like Harry did not go with Sirius or Tonks or Lupin, he didn't go there. He went to um, Ampetunia because oh, like the... they're sisters and they and like they know. And Dumbledore said in the book, I, I'm not going to quote it because I'm probably not going to talk. But they said that Lily had. Blood of Shield, and she like protection. she protected Harry. Oh, I think, and I know. that's why I think Petunia and Petunia took her took Harry Potter I in because she has Blood of Shield because they're sisters. Okay, what do you think? I think it's because in the first book, when Harry puts, I mean, when Lily tried to protect Harry from from Voldemort, it was like it was like. The power of love or something like that. Mm -hmm. And like yeah. So yeah. That was that was how I understood it. Is because Lily has a special like her blood has the power of love because she loves so deeply. So maybe like a little bit of that rubs off on Petunia by being family. But it's clear like Petunia is not a very loving <laughs> No, yeah. she's not. But she but that was like the only people they could go to. Yeah. So I would say it was the power of love. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That that's my thought. Yeah, because that could also only go in to how Dumbledore says, Oh, you were the only family left. I mean, you could mm -hmm. seriously go to like Sirius or something. Right. But the reason that they went is because of Because of the family. Apparently there was something about that family that there was love there, even if Petunia went bad. Oh, Melody's is Melody looking off my sheet. Hey, Melody. No, okay. no, no, no. My head scratching question. This is what I want to know. Why doesn't anybody just tell Harry what's going on? Oh, in the book. Why not? Because I don't know. Because honestly, like in a lot of books, in basically all the Harry Potter books, the the plot would be solved if people, if the grownups just told Harry what was going on. But in this, should have learned that it, by now. You know, at least there's she comes up. J.K. Rowling comes up with a decent explanation as to why they don't tell Harry in other Wait, books. In this book, book, I feel like there really is no explanation because you could, because especially all this stuff about about. Um, Voldemort trying to get into Harry's mind and just like, and they're trying to teach him Occlumency, but, and they know a lot about what Voldemort is probably trying to do here, but they, they don't tell him. And it feels like all you would do is have like Sirius 
or Dumbledore or something, just tell Harry, like, Voldemort is trying to get inside your mind, and he is going to use it to trick you. He's going to. We think he's going to use it to get you to do something that you probably shouldn't do. So, um, so those yeah. things that Voldemort is saying, don't like. Don't listen. Don't be intrigued by them. He's not giving you clues about how to beat him. Yeah, I think he's going like, to trick you. Like I, if he if he did that, if they just told him that, then he might have cooperated with in Oculency. Oculumency. Oculumency. Yeah. However you say it. Yeah. A bit more. Because then he, he would know, like, this is really important. Like, I think I I don't want Voldemort to get into my mind and trick me. I want to learn. I want to do Oculumency. Yeah, I have something Oc- to add on Oculumency. Okay. okay. Ashlyn's got thoughts. So basically, what I think is also, like, I think some of it is Snape. I'm not saying it's True. all Snape's yeah. fault, because it's not. Some of it's Harry's fault. Because he went into Snape's secret stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, like you know, Snape kind of just stopped teaching him. And he didn't also, he also didn't tell um, him, like, important stuff. Like, yeah. he's going to do this to trick you. He's going to do That's this. That's true. But I think, s- but doesn't Sirius know that, too? It seems pretty clear. Sirius is trying to tell him stuff, and he's kind of offering hints. And they know he's trying to get a weapon. Remember at the beginning, in the very beginning, before he's even gone to Hogwarts, they're talking about he's trying to get a weapon. Yeah. And they know what he's trying to get. They know that he's trying to get a prophecy. A prophecy. They know that he's trying to do that. So why don't they just tell Harry, um, we think he's trying to get something and he's trying to use you to get him. So do not trust any of his visions. Don't trust any of them. We think, because they know what he's trying to get. So I just don't, I, it just is really frustrating to me. Yeah, no one that, told him. That no one tells him anything. There's no reason that they shouldn't. They could have just solved a lot of problems by just yeah, not telling him. Yeah, I'm pretty that. sure Dumbledore definitely knew and didn't tell him. Right. Uh, like, Snape probably knew because Dumbledore probably told him. Didn't tell them. And Sirius knew. Like, and they didn't tell. Like, you, I think, I think some of these adults are just not, they don't, they think it's, everything is going to be okay if I don't tell. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be fine because yeah. this adult is going to be doing this or this adult's going to be doing that. And they're just like, who's thinking of the children? Won't yes. somebody please think of the children? I don't yeah. even. And I, I feel like if they told them, if they told them, like, I feel like they might be able to cut off, like, a hundred pages. Well, yeah, but uh, like it makes it more. You wouldn't have much of a book. No, yeah. you wouldn't. You'd have like three hundred. But I, you can still make a story even if you tell. Like it makes me really frustrated when all of these adults know and none of them tell yeah. them. Yeah, like I, it, I agree. So that, that was that was a little bit too much for me. And then my other question along with it is like you guys said, why doesn't Harry take his Occlumency lessons seriously? I can I know why because he's kind of angry, but and he doesn't like Snape, but like. Everybody is telling him, you need to take these seriously. If I were him, I'd be like, huh, these guys have been right before. I think I will take these seriously. I would really not like I would really not like Voldemort reading my thoughts. And he's yeah. just he's just angry and cranky. I yeah. have something to add on to that. I also think that they're like he's not taking it seriously. Right, right. But like he also is just like kind of distracted and he thinks about other stuff when he's supposed to be thinking about something else. Like when uh, Snake left and he went to his like thoughts when he was mm-hmm. getting uh, bullied by James. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, he's not like he's not even like I feel like if, if that point, like if someone if you're practicing something like maybe if it's piano or something, someone leaves to go do something important real like they're going to be back. Are you just going to go and you're going to pull up your phone, watch TikTok and stuff? Or are you going to try to practice it so you can get better? 
And then after that, you can tell them like, oh, I had trouble with this. Can you help me? This has been Life Lessons with Ashlyn. Um, thank you. Why thank you. can't Harry Potter just be like Ashlyn Morris? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you're right. I mean, I just some sometimes you're just tempted. I can imagine Harry's tempted to just like, let's see what's in. And he hates Snape. I'm like, what's in that mind? Yeah, and he actually finds out. That's why he's not a Ravenclaw. Terrible <laughs> yeah. about about his parent, his dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's not a Ravenclaw because there's multiple reasons I can give that he's not a Ravenclaw. Hermione should be a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. She, she should. Oh, okay. She that, should be. A Ravenclaw. See, that's why I I'm giving those life lessons and Harry's Cause you, just because you're a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I don't even understand why Harry's the chosen one. Why can't a Ravenclaw be the chosen one? So this one is actually oh. smart. Like I, I, he's not smart. Can I say wow, something? it's all hot I, takes. I think <laughs> that Hufflepuff is underrated. Oh, Hufflepuff and Gryffindor is overrated. I oh, yeah, it is. My Gryffindor, I mean, not my Gryffindor. My Hufflepuff shirt right now, my Hufflepuff socks right now, <laughs> nobody, if, here, nobody, like, if you say, like, oh, what house are you in? Gryffindor. Oh, that's cool. Like, what house are you in? Ravenclaw. Oh, you must be smart. What house are you in? Um, Slytherin. Ooh, evil or whatever. Yeah, and then what tough. house are you in? Hufflepuff. Oh, oh, okay. Like, you don't, like, Nah, nobody. So what's your case for Hufflepuff? Why should we take Hufflepuff seriously? Because they're awesome and I'm in Hufflepuff. Yeah, they uh, lost they it. lost Cedric Diggory and he was he was just oh, like he was beautiful. So, <laughs> so I might have to if 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 Cedric Diggory was still alive, I might have to break up with Gromp and <laughs> <Gromp>. Cedric. <laughs> Cedric's just really pretty. I don't care about Cho Chang. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, um, I, I would, I you know, I would say I, I agree with both, not about Cedric Diggory, but I agree, <laughs> agree with both with of you about the houses that Hufflepuff is about kindness and loyalty and all of these values that I think are underrated in our society as a whole. And Ravenclaw is very clever and, 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 uh, Potter, Harry, and his friends—they do a lot of like not so smart things, yeah. but they do some. Some they do some smart things, but, but they are very brave, brain. which is where Gryffindor comes. Yeah. From. Um, okay. Now should we do our book movie? versus movie? Yeah. Okay. So um, here's the thing: neither Melody nor Ashlyn has actually seen the movie, so they are not prepared to comment on the differences or superiority of book versus movie. So we're gonna do uh, a different version of that, which is. Watch watching the, the movie trailer and commenting on that. And then I will give you some notes on the movie. Okay. So let me bring up the movie trailer and then I'll show it to you. And then you can offer your comments based only on the trailer okay. of what okay. the movie gets right and wrong. Okay. Okay. Wow. That was, that was interesting. First oh. thing first, I have one thing to say. In the movie, I mean, not in the movie, in the trailer, it looked like Voldemort was breathing fire. There was just something wrong with that entirely. I get that, um, I get that. <laughs> what did you think about, what did you think about Umbridge? Oh, yeah, she that yeah, She that actually looks her. pretty. That's, that's the big difference. In Umbridge in the book, looks she she looks like a toad. And the Umbridge, and the Umbridge in the movie is an actress named Imelda Staunton. She's like a famous actress. And she looks she looks very pretty and she Beautiful. looks nice. And she, but she she fools you. So what do you think? Do you like the switch to a pretty umbrage? Yes. I think that once if if you, you know, like I feel like if if there's someone really kind, make them look ugly. So then it's kinda like 
oh, I don't like you, but you're kind. I should come you to you. You don't like people who... No! No, I'm okay. saying, like, for Harry Potter, I'm not okay. saying that every single character that's kind has to be ugly, or every single character that's mean has to be pretty. Like, I mean, okay. Draco's pretty. Wait, Umbridge's pretty. But she fools you. Yeah. She fools you, yeah. definitely. You, if I was in Harry Potter, I would think she was kind. Yeah, what do you think, Melody? Do you like? Would you want an uglier Umbridge? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's... I want a pretty umbridge. I mean, I want something that's pleasant to look at. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want it to be like too, too pretty. Then I'm like, oh, so wow. beautiful. Yeah. And like, yeah, I would just, I would probably say, yeah, I don't want to like something ugly to like look at whenever I see umbridge. You know? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm okay with the pretty. Yeah. I don't like, like scary not. stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to see a person that looks like a toad who's really mean. That's true. So, that's um, true. Um, I. I also, it, you can tell from the trailer, there's a lot of action in the yeah. movie. There, there definitely is. And also, I think, I don't know if this is true, but I think I saw Voldemort on platform at nine and three quarters. Yeah. Mm. Why? Is like, why? Is it what? like, is it like a dream or what? I think it's a, I think it's a vision, but I can't remember okay. exactly. I'm yeah. like, it doesn't seem very Voldemort like, I don't, to turn I, up on platform. No, yeah. I think like, it was like a vision. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll tell you a few things that are different because obviously there's a lot of stuff in the book that's not in the movie because the book is so long that if you filmed all of it, it would be a five-hour movie. So some of the things that they cut, um, there's no Quidditch in the movie at all. Seriously? So this whole subplot of like Ron kind of coming into his own and learning how to play Quidditch, there's none of that. But, um, oh, that's, that's stupid. But then like a whole part of the movie is that they get super mad at Umbridge because he they took away their Quidditch. I think I mean, they I think they maybe say that in the movie but she like they but they, but don't. they don't actually show any Quidditch. So uh also the the hospital scene uh was cut. Wait, what scene? No. Where they go and visit Mr. Weasley in the hospital? Oh, no. Yeah. So, and the reason is like, because it would have required them to build a whole new set which would have cost uh, them tons of money. Don't they see Mrs. Really? They do, and that scene but is cut. They cut that. What? But that's so important. And then other, it, these are some characters that are cut. There, it, get ready for this. Oh no, there I have no is, use, right? I know. There is no Dobby. No. What? No. Yes. No. Okay. That's you, not good. No. That's <laughs> no. Okay, so okay, there's no Dobby. Uh, so, know, so, um, suppose she was in the first book, she would. Like, she would cry. Like, well, she's seen the movie, so. Oh, right. Um. You can ask her what she thinks about that. They also oh. cut now characters, other characters that they cut that you might not be so sad about. They cut Rita Skeeter, oh, I don't and know. and they cut Mundungus. Um, uh. He's out, um, and they gave Creature a smaller role, but he's still in there. Okay, um, did he still um, do the? Oh yeah, Sirius is not here. No, that's key. He does not do that. No, he what? He doesn't. What? He doesn't. But he should. That that's. He, that's I don't think How Harry they... ever checks what? in the movie. He just goes straight over to the to the Ministry of Magic. I I don't like. Yeah, and then the other interesting what? thing in the movie that they change in the in the um, in the uh, book, Cho's friend is the one who betrays the DA. Yeah. And mm -hmm. in the movie, it's Cho. What? What? But it's no. Cho's, no. Cho's, but it's not Cho's fault. Oh, they okay. give her, that, um, that makes Umbridge. Umbridge gives her the Veritaserum, and makes her. Oh. That's that's not as bad. But if it was Cho, just she said it. No, no, no. No, no. no. It's they. It's a very fast kind of scene, but it's implied that Cho told them, but she didn't. She didn't have a choice. She was given the Veritaserum. Yeah. yeah. 
That no. actually makes sense. Like, why Maybe would it was she just like a normal? Like, she just telling him. Why did she know. change? Her? Because they didn't want to introduce a new character. I think it was just too complicated. Oh, okay. So that's the book versus the movie. I actually like the movie. I think it's pretty good because I think most of the stuff they cut, if you if you don't have that much time. Um, they cut yeah. a lot of the stuff that it's okay to cut, and they kept the really important parts. The like, you know, the movie in the movie, the final battle scene at the Ministry of Magic takes a long time. Yeah. It takes a little bit too long for well, me, but why, there's a lot of action. That's why like, they cut it. All the other stuff. They, they cut like, some other time. stuff is to have more action, okay. more battles. Like, yeah, I don't want to spend all that time just for that. Like, like it makes. I sense want. That, I want those small things that they yeah. deleted some of like the stuff. Like, it makes sense that they took away Mundungus Fletcher. Like, Mundungus Fletcher doesn't actually add that much stuff. But I have a question. You know when? Oh wait, never mind. That's a different book. Okay, um, okay, we're not going to spoil anything. Don't spoil all right, anything. So we've got we've got our next category, our next area, which is trivia. Yes. What do you have for trivia? Oh, <laughs> all right. We're getting very excited. We're adding an air horn. Yeah. We've got an air horn for the trivia. We should call this air horn section. Yeah, <laughs> air horn section. Uh, our our um, our two. That anyway. could. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Um, I'm going to do my trivia first. So, okay. hey, did you look? No, I didn't. Okay, actually, my paper doesn't have the answers, so, um, trivia. What two names were almost switched? Like, J.K. Rowling almost switched them. This is kind of easy, but it's, like, cool. Okay. Um, The Order of the Phoenix, Death Eaters, Spew, um, or Dumbledore's Army? Dumbledore's Army. Dumbledore's Army and The Order of the Phoenix. That was correct. And it's so, oh. Good job. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 So, um, so yeah, it's it's really cool. Like Dumbledore's army used to be the Order of the. I mean, not used to be, but like it once mm-hmm. was going to be the Order of the Phoenix, and the Order of, of the Phoenix was once going to be Dumbledore's. Dumbledore's oh, army. that's interesting. Just, that's like it's like flip flopped. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. So, the next one: Who was part of the Order before Harry lived with the Dursleys? Professor Sprout. Mrs. Fig, Filch, or Ludo Bagman? Uh, Mrs. Fig. Okay. Ashlyn, your answer? Um, oh, this is, can you say the people again? I'm sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying to process this, it's hard. Professor Sprout, Mrs. Fig, Filch, or Ludo Bagman? I'm scared, for some reason. Just, just, I don't, Filch? Filch, okay. Um, Mrs. Fig, Filch. Okay. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. No. Ashlyn is wrong. No, no yelling. Sorry. Um, got a little bit heated there. Okay, let's let's delete this part. Um so uh Dad, you got it correct. Um Mrs. Fig was part of the order before Harry yeah, lived with the Dursleys. I'm so proud of this. Really it's okay. Good. I'm trying to think you, of... You got one right. I'm trying right. to process. Is that all your f- trivia questions? Yes. Okay, so I've got another trivia question. Yay. Uh, the person who was originally in the movie cast okay. as Bellatrix, the person who what didn't end up being in the movie, but she was originally supposed to be Bellatrix, she ultimately ended up playing another character in, uh, in the light, later movies. So okay. what... What character do you think she might have played 
in the later movies who was this would be for melody because uh, noel has or er, uh ashland has an actually I just get a guess yeah you can guess tonks tonks okay what do you think well wouldn't this spoil kind of well just the existence of a character Existence. Zeta Phyllis Logan. Sorry, no, just kidding. That, that's a man. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Woman. Um, characters. Uh, I don't know. Not girl, woman. The answer is Narcissa Malfoy. Oh, oh that would make that, that sense. So she, that was, sense. she was Bellatrix. She was Bellatrix, but she was pregnant, and so she couldn't do all the action scenes at the end of the movie. So she, uh, they made her Narcissa instead. That's weird. I really okay. thought it was uh, here's a, This one isn't a question. It's just a cool thing from the movie. Remember in the book, there's a f black family tree? Yep. Yeah. The, and in the movie, they needed a black family tree. So J.K. Rowling actually wrote out the actual black family tree and sent she, it to like, them. She, like, drew on really? it? Like, drew? Wow. And, and, and so the, in the movie... That's J.K. Rowling's official black family tree that she gave wow, to people. Wow. And then another interesting one. Um, no, I think that's it. Okay, no more interesting ones. Okay. Do you have any trivia questions for us, Ashley? Uh, no. Okay. She told me to leave it blank. That's okay. Uh, all right. Uh, we're down to, we're getting close to the end. We're down to our rankings of the book. What is your verdict on the book? Where does it rank out of the Harry Potter books that you have read, Ashlyn? It is definitely not my top. Oh. That would be Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, okay. Um, It's more, I don't, I don't really know where it would rank because the first two books, not as exciting as this one. So I think it's, it's out of five books, it might be like third. Okay. As top to Azkaban, second Goblet of Fire, okay. then it stands. So there. why is it behind the those two? Well, I just... I think some of it is serious dying because I, I thought it was so going to happen. Sad. But I just, I didn't want it to happen. I think it, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It Like, this story would not, like, how would it play out if Sirius didn't die? Like, who else would have died? Why would they, like, but I just feel like, I, like, it makes it a little bit, like, I, I almost, I almost cried. Mm. And when you were talking about Sirius dying, I, I almost cried again. Mm. I, it's sorry. It just, it, it was, I also just think that Goblet of Fire, I think that, he just shows a little bit more, a little bit of his Ravenclaw, inner Ravenclaw. Because mm. um, I also really like Florida <laughs> Lacour. She's one of my favorites. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. It's, nice. it's interesting. I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you will see Floor again. Yeah. Oh, she's probably going to die, though. I'm saying everyone's going to die. Okay. Most people are going to die, though. <laughs> Oh, um, man, that's pretty bleak. That's, <laughs> well, that's a pretty depressing view. You've already, gonna declared, you've already declared many times that you think Dumbledore's going to die, Flora's going to die. <laughs> um, who do you think is going to live at the end? Well, Hermione, Ron. Um, Not Harry? Oh, no, man. Harry. Harry's gonna survive. Okay. I don't really. Think so, so it'll be I don't some think, apocalyptic wasteland I, where I everyone is dead. I don't except think, for Ron Hermione. I don't think either of the twins are gonna survive. Sorry. Fred and George. No. Oh man. If 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 they both don't die, they're both either gonna both live or one of them's gonna die. It's okay. probably gonna be like a separation moment. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like most of both of them are gonna die. Then. Neville, I don't know about him. He he has a 50-50 chance. Okay. He's either going to embrace an inner Gryffindor or he's just going to flat out die 
first second of the book. Because but, he because he just he's a wimp and he gets killed. Yes, he's a wimp. Okay, okay. that's an interesting mm-hmm. prediction. We like he has a fifty fifty chance. Okay, how that's just reasonable. <laughs> Melody, how how does this book rank for um, you? I really like this book, but it's really long. Yeah, True. it is long. So does that where's where would you put it? Third, fourth, and fifth. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it has test-taking, which you really enjoy. Yeah. It's like the top book for test-taking. I don't understand I why she loves it so much. I don't yeah. understand why you love Grop, so we Whoa, all have no. our things, you Well, know. you don't get it. I don't. I That's get what it. I just None of you get it. Yeah. I get it. It's true love. I get it because I am I have true love with Sirius. So. If, if, <laughs> if I was in... um. Uh, before Cedric were to die, I probably would be with him, but um, <laughs> you're not gonna be with any of them. <laughs> so, I am. I would say for me, it's near the bottom. It's ahead of the first two, and um, but it is too long. It is just too long, and and I also get really frustrated about that part where like the whole plot would be solved if everybody would just tell Harry what's going on. Um, I also find Harry is so angry through this whole book, which is realistic. He's a teenage boy. Sometimes teenage boys are angry. Ashlyn, Ashlyn lives with two of them. Yeah, I have experience. And they get angry. Um, but it also just makes it not as fun of a time. Um, so, um, so that gets frustrating. But there are some really good parts, like the end is really good. And I think there's great scenes, like the courthouse scene uh, or the courtroom scene. Yeah. That's really good. Um, Except so that's where I put it. So everybody's kind of middle bottom, not our favorite book. Um, what about, uh, the next, the next book? Okay. Um, so I haven't read it, so. I, um. What are you excited about? Well, you can still be excited about the next book. I'm excited I am. for stuff in the seventh book, but that's not the next book. Um, I'm really not excited for anything in the next book because it's like not really getting any more like exciting or funny it's just getting dramatic and serious so i'm gonna i'm gonna like give predictions like because top. okay more predictions I, so i know it's called the half-blood twins so my thoughts are um something well something to do with harry obviously uh, he's literally the main I, character <gasps> oh he's i the i, I am excited no protagonist i am excited for something i i guess like Okay. Uh, make a prediction. I also think something to do with Lupin. Mm, okay. I just don't okay. 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 Um, I for my half blood prince, I am excited for. I'm gonna try to say this without spoiling. The actually, this is not actually a big spoiler. The textbook. Mm, okay. The textbook. You're excited okay. about the textbook. I'm I am excited because I think. <laughs> Book six, book six is where we really start to set up the end sequence of the last book. Where it's it's where the 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 final sequence really yeah. gets set in motion, and it gets really exciting in the second half of the book. So I am excited for that. I like the Half Blood Prince a lot better than the Order of the Phoenix. Drama. Yeah, like it's it. really nice, and I also like the um, whatever his name is, I forgot. Okay, <laughs> all right. So those are all our sections. Um, oh, I think I, we're ready. Uh, I remember the chair guy. The chair guy. I'm chair so guy. confused right now. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I'm okay. So, um, so I, uh, I think we're ready for our credits. Um, so who do we want to thank? Ashlyn, you can start as our guest. Okay, I thank Melody, the one and only. I uh, thank Uncle Mark. I also thank Mr. Steve. Mr. Steve. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's we have all of this equipment to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's so cool. Great. And I also get the opportunity to, to mm-hmm. do this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am going to thank Dad for doing this with me, Mr. Steve for like um like setting this up for us, Ashlyn for like um thank you being so the guest. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Weasley, who is my cat, because he's just like adorable. Uh, okay. My mom for going along with like a crazy idea and all the other future guests. Mm. I also will thank um, Ashlyn's mom and dad, your uncle Kyle and Aunt Joy for driving Ashlyn here so she could do the podcast. They drove across three states. Yeah. We did other stuff it took besides eight the to nine hours. Eight to nine hours. It was a long wow. drive, um, but Ashlyn was able to do this in person, which was awesome so thanks to all of them and especially thanks to you the audience for listening way to go audience yeah Yeah. give yourselves a hand and we will be back with another episode with the half blood prince awesome bye 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 Bye. audience